0: What is your power to do this? I get the election, but you have, you can get up more, you can speak out more, you can do more impeachments, things like that. Do you have enough power? Well, we can impeach him every day of the week for anything he does.
1: I don't think I've heard of another Trump supporter being shot. So the f*** what? He got shot.
2: Is he alive?
1: Uh, I believe he
3: died.
2: Tough luck. Don't be a Trump supporter in Portland.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the silent majority is ready to make some noise. If you thought that was a beating, wait till November 3rd when Donald Trump gets his hand on Sleepy Joe. That's going to be a landslide. And I want it done. I want to dedicate this fight to all the first responders, all the military out there. You know, this world would not be safe without you guys. You know, you keep us safe, and... uh, You know, not these woke athletes, man. I'm sick of these woke athletes and these spineless cowards like LeBron James.
3: All right. This is the John Smith Show on Say What You Will Radio. SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. The show is brought to you by our good friends at Good Talk Radio. It's also brought to you by our friends over at Hardyware.com. If you need a logo or you need some t-shirts made, there is no one better than David Hardy at Hardyware.com. He's the best graphic designer I've ever seen. We also got Pete over at Fast Concepts, LLC. Pete is a friend of mine. And if you need your CCW or you just want to take some tactical uh, firearms training, check out Fast Concepts on Facebook. Give Pete a call. Our good friends over at Ranger Rob Poopy Bags will be talking a little bit more about that later in the show. And of course, our newest uh, sponsor, Grey Feather Farm. Grey Feather Farm is located in Pennsylvania, deep in the woods of Pennsylvania, and they make some of the finest natural skincare products on the market. And I'm going to be talking about gray feather farm skin products in just a bit. But uh, anyway, so at the beginning of the show, Oh, by the way, I'm John Smith. I'm your host. If you want to give us a call, feel free to do so. 602-475-2000. You can also use the live chat room. It is available and ready to roll and I'm monitoring both the phone and chat. So whatever you choose, I don't care. It makes no difference to me, but I just ask that you participate if you want to. It makes the show that much more fun. Uh, You can also follow me by the way on um, Twitter at Real John Smith AZ. I'm also on Parler, you know, where free speech is welcome. They just made an announcement today that they're not going to block anything regarding this year's election. Yeah, they're not like Twitter that's threatening Donald Trump, you know, that will block your entire account if you do anything that we don't want you to do. So you can follow me on Parler at Real John Smith. No AZ on that one. Anyway, uh, so in the news, a couple things are going on. Uh, there's an interesting quote in the news, and it re- it's uh, in regards to Kaepernick and the kneeling trend that he started in professional sports, right? <clears throat> but there's a quote out there, and I wanted to read the quote, and I was uh, just curious if anybody watching or listening happens to know who this quote is by. It's in regards to kneeling during the national anthem, quote, I think it's dumb and disrespectful. Anybody uh, have any idea who made that quote? Well, if you're guessing Donald Trump, he might have said something along those lines. That's not the exact quote, though. So that's not him. Um, maybe you're guessing someone like, I don't know, Rush Limbaugh. Maybe Sean Hannity, one of those types. No, you're still wrong. Not one of those guys. So who is it? Who is the one that said kneeling during the national anthem is quote, I think it's dumb and disrespectful. Well, the answer to that question is none other than the blaze, the blaze trailer herself. I'm sorry. The, tra- the trail blazer coffee's just kicking in the trail blazer herself, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's right. I think it's dumb and disrespectful. One of the biggest injustices done in the event of someone's death is the freedom for anyone to remember and portray the deceased as a person who lived by their own respective values and not actually those of the person who perished. I think we're seeing a lot of that right now with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG, if you will. Unfortunately, that is the case for Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who died on Friday after a long, hard-fought battle with cancer. Unlike the liberals calling for the country to use Ginsburg's death as an opportunity to radicalize, Ginsburg herself was a free thinker who would not have succumbed to their calls of action. How do we know? Just look back to 2016 after criticizing then-candidate Trump, calling him a faker, addressing his tax returns and saying he really has an ego, amongst other things. Katie Kirk conducted an interview with the justice. In that interview, Kirk asked uh, Justice Ginsburg her thoughts on NFL player Colin Kaepernick and his movement of kneeling during the national anthem. Here's a little bit of her response.
2: Justice Ginsburg, how do you feel about San Francisco 49ers player Colin Kaepernick and other NFL players who have basically refused to stand for the national anthem.
0: What do I think? I think it's really dumb of them. Would I arrest them for doing it?
3: No. She says, I would not arrest them for doing it. Would I arrest them for doing it? No, she says. Well, with all due respect, I don't know when the whole arrest part of that conversation took place. I don't know. Listen, I have been following conservative politics and politics in general for decades. I never once heard an argument made by anybody, both left or right, that Colin Kaepernick or any one of the other clowns that are kneeling to be arrested. Never heard of that argument. So I'm not sure why she's bringing that into the discussion with Miss Kirk. I, I, I don't know where that came from. So I don't know, but she felt necessary to bring it in. I think it's dumb and disrespectful, dumb and disrespectful.
0: Uh, the same, I would have the same answer. If you asked me about flag burning, I said, I think it's a terrible thing to do, but I wouldn't lock a person up.
3: Yeah. And notice who is burning a lot of flags nowadays. It's these radical protesters that are out riding and running through the streets and destroying property while they burn flags, amongst other things like police cars and people's businesses and courthouses.
0: For, for doing it, I would point out how ridiculous it seems to me to do such a such an act.
3: It is ridiculous.
0: But it's, a, it's dangerous to arrest people for 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 conduct that spit it out is not uh, doesn't jeopardize the health or well-being of
3: other people. Again, with all due respect, nobody ever brought that into the argument. She's repeating it now. She's really stressing the point that she would not arrest. Well, one, she doesn't have the authority to arrest anyone. She's a justice or was a justice, right? So one, she can't arrest anyone, but I think what she's saying is she wouldn't agree with any police or any, anybody, any law enforcement agency out there arresting these people for kneeling during the Anthem. And again, not to beat a dead horse, but That was never brought into the argument. No one ever talked about arresting Colin Kaepernick for kneeling.
0: It's a symbol they're engaged in. But when it comes to these football players, you may find their actions
2: offensive. Yes. But what you're saying is it's within their rights.
3: Ms. Couric, first of all, they're not under any rights when they're on the clock working and don't give me any of this crap out there that these NFL players that the clock hasn't that the time clock hasn't started, so they're not officially on the clock. So are you telling me that after the game, when they go work out or before the game or any time during the week that they're working out and they're doing drills and they're running practice, that they're not on the clock either? So their only time that they're actually on the clock is when the play clock is rolling? Is that That's a really uh, bogus argument. These football players, the minute... They step out onto that field, dressed for the game, in the game's required uniform. They're in their work uniform. They're in their place of employment. And therefore, they have no rights as far as free speech goes. They now are under the rules of their employer. So the whole freedom of speech and the whole freedom of whatever you want to refer to it as, doesn't exist at that moment in time. So if the NFL says, hey, listen, you do it, and we're going to fine you, or you do it, you're not going to play in the NFL, they could take that stance, and they're within their right to do that as an employer. So, Katie, I don't know what you're trying to do. You got, one hand, you got Ruth Bader Ginsburg talking about not arresting, Kaepernick and his buddies, which is moot altogether has nothing to do with the conversation whatsoever. And then you've got Katie Couric talking about the freedom of speech and their right to do this when that doesn't apply either. So you've got two idiots talking to each other and completely missing the mark to exercise those
2: actions
0: if they want to be stupid there's no law that should be preventive if they want to be arrogant there's no law that prevents them from that what what i would do is uh, strongly take issue with the point of view that they are they are expressing when they do that
3: wow the late great Trailblazer. How about that? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She thinks Kaepernick and his little crew are stupid and foolish and arrogant. And she equates what he does and what, well, he did. He hasn't been in the league, what, for four years now. But what the rest of the NFL players are doing. She equates that to burning the flag. So how many of you left wing Democrats out there right now that, you know, never posted anything on their Facebook about Ruth Bader Ginsburg until Friday when you found out that she died. Now, all of a sudden, posts are everywhere, all over Instagram and Facebook and Twitter about what just an amazing trailblazer this this justice was. And how brilliant it was for, for Clinton to nominate her. Oh, and yeah, even how smart uh, Hillary was for saying, hey, uh, hey, Bill, you ought to nominate this lady. So she's out there trying to take credit. She was on uh, Meet the Press with that goofball over there, uh, Chuck Todd. And she was taking the credit for her nomination. That's see that's what these they it's it's so it's right democrat left wing liberal playbook 101. Take the credit. Nobody said a word about Ruth Bader Ginsburg for the last 20 years except when she came out with some uh cockamamie rolling against the constitution. How many times did she do that? But really All of a sudden, she's everybody's hero. Well, I wonder what those people would think if they knew, because the news they're watching and reading, they're not going to get this information about Ruth Bader Ginsburg saying all those things about Kaepernick and his buddies, about how stupid they are and how arrogant they are and foolish they are. But I wonder, I'm just wondering, if they knew, how would they feel about it? How about that? Curious to know. Curious to know. If you posted about what an amazing woman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, where do you fall with Kaepernick? Interesting question. Interesting question. All right. We got another story. We got a uh, white black lives matter activist forced to apologize for pretending to be black after being outed. Now I'm not repeating this story. This is the third left wing liberal nut who has to come out and apologize for pretending to be black. When indeed she's white, we had the professor, From over at, I think, Washington Jefferson College or whatever it is, who, yeah, she pretended to be three different black people. And then she got outed by her family. They finally came out and they said, enough's enough. She's Jewish. She's a white Jew. And so she got canned for pretending to be black for a very long time. And she tried to be black like, uh, like. I don't know, Jamaican black or something. And then Bronx black. And then I don't know, East African black. I don't know. She tried to be all these different blacks. And then she would always lie. Like she would talk about different things in her life and she would confuse which black she was at that time. And the college students were starting to wonder, Hmm, that's interesting. Why does she keep messing this up? This is her life. She should remember where she was. Yeah well, she got outed, and then she had to quit. And then we have the second lady who was an assistant professor. She was a grad student at a university, and she had been lying about being black for the last so many years. And so the question is, what do these people, how do they benefit? How do these white people benefit from pretending to be black? And are they going to be canceled? for the rest of their life, or will they be forgiven? Because, well, they're liberals and liberal privilege is alive and well. So if you're a liberal, you can just about do anything, anything you want to do, and you're forgiven. Anyway, this is the third white woman pretending to be black this month, probably in the last two weeks a social justice activist in Indiana who has allegedly been pretending to be black for years, finally admitted that she is actually a white woman. This is the third instance of a white woman pretending to be black this month. Satchel cool was a member of Indy 10 black lives matter in the Indy surge an Indianapolis based chapter of showing up for racial justice at a national network of groups and individuals working to undermine white supremacy and to work for racial justice. On Wednesday, Cole revealed that she had been lying about her race and offered an apology on her Facebook post. Quote, friends, I need to take accountability for my actions and the harm that I've done, Cole wrote. My deception and lies have hurt those I care most about. I have taken up space as a black person while knowing I am white. No, you took up space as a white person knowing you were white. See, you were never black. You need to get checked in to a mental institution. I recommend going to check out the new show on uh, Netflix called Ratchet. Yeah, you need to check in with Nurse Ratchet. Because you're nuts. I have used blackness when it's not mine to use, she said. I have asked for support and energy as a black person. I have caused harm to the city, friends, and the work that I held so dear, Cole continued. I will do the work to take responsibility for my actions and try to reduce the harm That I've already caused. If there are ways to repair the harm, I will do the work that is required to do so, she wrote. I will continue to seek the help necessary to heal myself. I am sorry for the harm I've caused. I am sorry for the hurt and betrayal. I will do what I can to show that I want to be a better person. Ah, how sweet. How sweet. Isn't it nice that you can pretend to be a black person for all these years? And all it takes is a Facebook apology and everything is good to go. I'm curious if someone like, I don't know, Ted Cruz came out and said, you know what? I'm actually, I'm not Latino. I'm not. I think his family is from Cuba or wherever they're from. And he came out and said, I'm actually a white guy. I've been lying about this for all these years. And then he just went on to Facebook to apologize. Would, would that be okay for you lefties out there? Would it be okay if Ted Cruz was lying about his heritage? Hmm. I wonder. Just curious. Hmm. Cole was forced to confess that she had committed racial fraud after she, expo- she was exposed in an article titled "Shocking details emerge on indie activist who faked life as a black woman." Cole allegedly told multiple people that she was from a biracial family and that her father's black Black Indy Live reported that Cole's parents indicated their races as white on legal documents. The Indy 10 Black Lives Matter group issued a statement on the situation. Satchel Cole is not a member of Indie Black Lives Matter and has not been a part of the community initiatives for several months. The statement on Facebook said we found out about her deceit at the same time that most people did in the last week. So there you go. I don't understand what it is with these these white suburban women. It's all been women. I don't know if that's just a coincidence I don't know, I don't know why they're so overcome with with these fraudulent intentions that they have to go out and pretend to be somebody they're not. I don't know if that makes them feel so much better about themselves. I don't know. It is so mind-boggling I can't even explain. Well, what else we got in the news? Oh, this is a good one. A a man reportedly burns pro-Trump sign, punches elderly woman, pulls a pocket knife during rally. Then a retired cop jumps into action. Authorities arrested a 30-year-old California man after he allegedly punched an elderly female Trump supporter and two other people during a pro-Trump gathering in Aliso Viejo, California, Wednesday evening. A retired cop jumped into action and intervened before the suspect could do any more damage. On Friday, the Daily Mail reported that the suspect, Alvin Shaw, is a U.S. Postal Service worker. Reports say that anywhere between 20 and 30 people gathered in support of Trump's re-election bid on a street in Aliso Viejo on Wednesday evening. Many of the demonstrators wore the Trump campaign signature MAGA hat and carried signs professing their support for the president. Video footage of the incident, according to reports, depicts the group's apparently lighthearted nature and reportedly shows demonstrators laughing and cheering as people drive past the rally and honk their horns. According to several reports, the suspect approached the group of Trump supporters at the rally, began to wrap up and blew smoke from what appeared to be a cigar in some of their faces. Shaw then allegedly took the cigar and burned uh, at least one Trump sign. Authorities say an agitated Shaw then struck at least three people, including an 84 year old Donna Snow, then pulled out a pocket knife. Snow told KCAL TV that Shaw took his hand out from way back and whack right across my face. Broke my earring off, she said. A retired police officer then arrived on the scene and drew his weapon on the suspect who reportedly tried to flee. According to reports, the suspect was forced to the ground and held until authorities arrived. One witness told KTLATV that she initially thought Shaw was coming over to join the demonstration. Yeah, not so much. He was, you know, a left wing Marxist nut. And he decided to punch an 84 year old woman in the face I think they said he was what, 33 years old, something like that. Yeah. Come over and punch an 84 year old in the face. Why isn't this happening on the other side? Why, why aren't Trump supporters running around punching old democratic women in the face that support Biden? Why aren't we hearing about these stories? I don't know. I think you really need to, you know, if you, if you still support the democratic party and all you do is watch CNN or NBC or whatever, or read, I don't know, uh, man, you can just read about anything, the Washington post or the New York times or the LA, whatever, you know, I think you need to start expanding where you get your information from because you're not being told the truth. And if truth matters to you whatsoever, if you can honestly look yourself in the face and say, yes, I really want to know the truth, then you need to start expanding your horizons with media. Start finding out what's really going on out there. Oh, and by the way, the John Smith show is a great place to start. Just in case the John Smith show every Monday night, I'm sorry, Monday through Friday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time, 11 o'clock Eastern standard time. So anyway, yeah, expand your horizons a little bit and get to know the truth out there. Now I am going to allow Ranger Rob to talk about his Ranger Rob poopy bags, and then I will be right back. Hello friends, this is Ranger Rob and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, we're back. Put this... John Smith, show on Say What You Will Radio, SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. This is the YouTube channel. You can find everything, all of our material, including our podcast, on SayWhatYouWillRadio.com. And then every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time, you'll find us on Good Talk Radio, GoodTalkRadio.com. All right, so we're talking about the news We're talking about everything that's going on right now. It is an election season. So, of course, it's, um, you know, it's kind of a crazy time right now. Wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say, well, the left has gone completely mad because of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing away. Well, obviously, that was one motivation behind the extreme left to get Trump ousted, in this election so that he would not be able to fill her seat because they knew her clock was ticking. They knew that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't um, you know, a secret everybody on the inside knew that that was happening. She'd been in and out of the hospital many times. Um, she had severe cancer and they knew it was going to happen at any minute. Now they were hoping that she was going to make it through the election and And that's why the left was doing everything in their power to destroy Trump so that he would not win this election. But, well, maybe this isn't going to sound right, but Christmas came a little early for the Trump administration and the Republican Party and those who love this country because Ruth Bader Ginsburg, well, she died on Friday. Rest in peace. And I mean that sincerely. I hope you're with the Lord. I hope you knew Jesus, and I hope you're with him. Anyway, um, so uh, they're they're going batshit crazy now. They're losing their minds because they know now Trump, and he already said he's moving forward. He's already been talking to uh, a potential uh, nominee, and uh, you know um, McConnell already said. That they're going to hold the hearings. And from what I understand, everything that I'm hearing is that they have enough votes to secure the nomination. They only need 51. So if they get 50, Pence steps in and he's the final vote. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, anyway, the left is going nuts. AOC is part of that going nuts crowd. So we actually have a story about her. And uh, a little bit of audio as well. But AOC says even a Biden win won't be enough. No president is the answer. Mass movements are the answer. No, see, that's not how it works, AOC. Sorry about that. That's not how it works, AOC. There, uh, We have a representative democracy or a representative republic, whichever you want to choose to call it. Uh, it doesn't make a difference. The point is that we send representatives to the government by through election, and that's how we change things, right? So, well, that's how it works. But anyway, she also went a little bit nutty about the whole Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. Uh, I got the audio for you because I am the consummate professional host.
2: Justice Ginsburg, how do you feel about San Francisco?
3: See that? I spoke way too soon. (laughs) Um,
2: Let's get to it. It's a really incredibly sad day um, and sad evening. If you haven't heard yet, um, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg just passed away this evening and uh, she was surrounded by her family and her friends, um, and it was the very last statement, one of the last statements that she gave uh, to, I believe, her granddaughter.
3: Can anybody prove that? It was the very last statement, the very last thing she said, and I believe, hi, by the way, hi, I believe that she said it to her granddaughter
2: was um was that her her final wishes
3: was why is it it's final wishes were by the way the her final wishes were or her final wish was But it's not final wishes was okay that's what happens when you elect a bartender into congress see She was a crappy student. If she wasn't a crappy student, she wouldn't have been a bartender after her Ivy League college. But that's what she was. Anyway, why is it that these liberals got to be so dramatic about everything? It was her dying wish. It was. And she said it to her little granddaughter (laughs) while she died from cancer. It was her very, her last wishes was.
2: That her vacancy and the vacancy on the court that she would leave behind not be filled um, until a new president.
3: Well, you see, AOC, let me let you in on a little thing, okay? Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not the second coming of Jesus. She is not the all-powerful Oz. She doesn't make the rules. She could interpret the laws when she was a justice. That was her job was to interpret the laws based on the Constitution and the founders. But she even couldn't get that right. Oh, she was known for going over and reading case law from Europe and other countries. And then she was basing her decisions on the Supreme Court in the United States on Stuff that was happening over in socialist countries. Yeah, in Europe. So she couldn't even get her actual job right. But just because she was dying and she said to her little granddaughter, Oh, oh, please, please don't let my seat be filled. Little granddaughter, that's my last wishes. Please wait till the next president, little granddaughter. doesn't work that way. You see, we have a constitution and I know she wasn't real familiar with the United States constitution because, you know, like a lot of left-wing liberal Democrats, they don't like the constitution. You know why? Because it prohibits them from doing things that they would really love to do. You know, like take all your guns. Oh, speaking of guns. Oh, uh, Jennifer, she said, uh, sorry, she's late. No worries, Jennifer. I'm just happy you're here. That's actually Jennifer Myers from Gray Feather Farm. So welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. No need to catch up. We're all good. We're talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and AOC and how stupid AOC is. So anyway, that's the topic. Uh, so, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she clearly didn't know the Constitution that she was supposed to support. They hate the Constitution, just like all very left-wing people do, because it stops them from doing things like they would love to do, like grab our guns. I just went through all of this. She said, thank you. You're Of course you're welcome, Jen. Uh, so, but speaking of guns, there is no better guy in Arizona to go to for your CCW or tactical gun training than, you guessed it, Fast Concepts, LLC. Look up uh, Fast Concepts LLC on Facebook and give Pete a call if you want to learn how to shoot your gun and shoot it better or get your CCW permit either way. So let's continue uh, with AOC and her nonsense.
2: Is able to fill it. And I think it's, uh, you know, as I've stated earlier tonight, I think it's incredibly heartbreaking oh. that. This was the last thing. This is one of the last thoughts that was weighing on her shoulders.
3: Thoughts that were weighing on her shoulders. I hate to keep correcting your English, ma'am, but you sound like a buffoon. And you really sound like you have no idea what the Constitution says. And I know the Constitution doesn't matter to you and your your groupie followers, but it should it really should.
2: Um, before passing, and on today of all days, Rosh Hashanah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the first Jewish today woman of all to sit days. on the Supreme Court um, to pass on such a high holiday. Oh. I think just.
3: You know, why is Rosh Hashanah all of a sudden so important to AOC when she's palling around Elon Omar, who despises. Jews. And that's like her best friend. The little squad. You remember the squad right? AOC her little Marxist self and then all those anti-Jew anti-Semite Congresswomen the little squad that they put together remember them? But all of a sudden Rosh Hashanah oh it's so important because oh well you know it's time to tug at the heartstrings. Of all my little liberal sheep followers,
2: adds even more weight and significance um, to this moment, and particularly for our, our brothers and sisters uh, in the Jewish community oh, yeah. that are yeah. also kind of feeling uh, the duality of that.
3: The duality. So
2: I wanted to hop on because a lot of people were reaching out to me on Twitter and publicly oh, and privately. So many saying people. what now what What do we do i'm scared Oh, i'm scared Um, for those of you who don't know this vacancy on the court is extremely extremely Extremely. significant um
3: yeah so that was aoc acting and sounding like a complete idiot you know she never ever uh disappoints she is as dumb as the day is long she's very uneducated again that's why she was a bartender a waitress and I'm not putting bartenders and waitresses down. What I'm saying is you don't go to an Ivy League school and then that's the only job you can find. That's the part that I'm talking about. I have all the respect in the world for bartenders and waitresses. Absolutely 100%. However, you know, you graduate and from college and that's all you can do. I'm just saying it's kind of, you know. And then she got elected into the, the House of Representatives and has been a complete moron since day one. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, let's uh, get into the next story. I'm tired of talking about her. Let's talk about Colby uh, real real quick. Let me bring it up if I can find it here. There we go. Yeah, UFC star predicts Trump landslide in fiery post-victory speech and Trump calls him on live air. UFC star Colby Covington delivered a booming post-victory speech Saturday night during uh, which he predicted President Donald Trump will defeat Joe Biden in a landslide and took a shot at NBA star LeBron James and woke athletes. This is one of my favorite quotes. I used it in the opening of the show. I say we listen to it again. It, it's pretty good.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the silent majority is ready to make some noise. If you thought that was a beating, wait till November 3rd when Donald Trump gets his hands on Sleepy Joe. That's going to be a landslide. Hey, and Kobe. I want to, I want to, Don, I want to dedicate this fight to all the first responders, all the military out there. You know, this world would not be safe without you guys. You know, you keep us safe and, uh, you know, not these woke athletes, man. I'm sick of these woke athletes and these spineless cowards like LeBron James. And speaking of spineless cowards, Marty Fake Newsman, Street Judas, we got unfinished business. There's nowhere to run and there's nowhere to hide. I'm
3: coming for you. You're next! Oh, sleepy Joe Biden, LeBron James. I would love, I would love, love, love to see LeBron James get in the octagon with that guy. I don't think LeBron James would last five minutes. He wouldn't even have the guts to stand inside there for 30 seconds. No way it would happen. And he would literally get his, behind kicked all over the place. You know, LeBron James has a big mouth when he's got all his security around him and, you know, when he's behind the keyboard and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but... Well, he was called to the carpet. Jennifer says it's nice to hear someone give respect to the first responders instead of the criminals. Isn't that the truth? And that's, I mean... You know, that's one thing that we constantly hear from the left is they constantly support. Now, until recently, we know that Crazy Nancy finally came out and said that the burning and the looting and the stealing and the, the pillaging and everything that w- was wrong. But it took her over a hundred and some days to come out and admit that. Up until then, yeah, they were completely silent about the criminals. In fact, a lot of them were, you know, were the victims And what were they the victims of? Well, just all the institutionalized racism, of course. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, though, they're changing their tunes. And we've talked about this before. Why are they changing their tunes? They're changing their tune right now because they're knowing that the internal polling isn't going their way. They can run all the polls they NBC news polls and all these Fox news polls and all this type of stuff. But in the reality of it, the only polls that they really trust are their internal polls because they're done scientifically and accurately. And it's not looking good for the old Democrats. Yeah. Because people, the vast majority of the people in this country support the thin blue line, the police officers and our first responders and such. So does the John Smith show 100%. Are there bad cops? Of course there are. Is there any way to stop that? Well, I mean, you've got obviously you've got to do everything you can to try to, but are people going to slip through? Absolutely. It's going to happen. You're going to have your bad apples. But the vast majority of the police out there are way underpaid, they're way overstressed, and they're doing everything that they can. They will put their life on the line for your family. No matter what your skin color is, no matter what race you are, no matter how much money you have or don't have, they're there to protect you and they take their jobs very, very seriously. And the Democrats have been coming out and bashing the police. And people are tired of it. People want law and order. They don't want Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioters coming to their neighborhood. They don't want it. They want police. So when the left is calling to defund the police and let these animals on the loose and just destroy stuff, well, they've had it. People have had it. It's a no brainer. And the internal polling is now showing that. And Nancy read the internal polling and so did Sleepy Joe. He came out of his basement and admitted uh, about a week or two ago that, yeah, the looters were bad. Well, naturally, Jennifer says, There's bad cops, bad doctors, bad lawyers, bad waitresses, laugh out loud. The good ones far outnumber the bad. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, the people on the left side, they tend to focus on the bad. They don't see the good. They don't see the forest behind the trees. They only see the bad cops and they want to make, they want to put the bad cops all over TV. And then it's okay for groups of people to walk down the street screaming, kill police. All police are bastards. All that stuff that they're out there chanting. And like I said, the right has been calling these people out. They, we have always posted signs on our social media of the thin blue line flag. We've always supported the police. We've always supported law and order because we know that without them is chaos. There is no way that you pull the police out of the cities, out of the suburbs that all of a sudden everyone's just going to start to act good. No, that's insane. That's, that's reverse thinking. Everything, they do that, they pull law enforcement out, it goes haywire. Everybody knows that. If you're the least bit honest with yourself, you know that. Well, it's time for our next sponsor, and this happens to be our newest sponsor. This is Gray Feather Farms, and that's actually Jennifer, who's in the uh, chat right now. She is the owner of gray feather farm and gray feather farm is a line of natural skincare products. And, uh, just, Oh, maybe a few, maybe about a week ago, uh, Jen sent some, uh, some samples out to us for my wife and I to work to, you know, to try and see how the stuff works. And I got to tell you, um, all of these products are life changing. Let me, first of all, I'm going to talk about the crack attack right here. Got it right in my hand gray feather crack attack. This is for uh, dry skin. And let me tell you right now, this time of year is when the cool air is coming in, you know, rego- depending on where you're at in the United States, it's fall, right? The cool air is going to be coming in. And along with that comes dry skin. We know it, we can't avoid it. So we do everything we can to try to help our dry skin and we buy a hundred different products. All you need is gray feather crack attack. I'm telling you, I tried it. Um, it was funny. Jen said, you know, she, I don't have a whole lot of hair up there. She says, try it on your scalp. Just try it because I, I use, I try to use everything on my scalp to keep my, my scalp from drying out. I've used, uh, oil of olay. you know, how much, you know, expensive oil of olay is, and you should read the ingredients on that stuff. I've tried all kinds of different Vaseline intensive care, all that stuff. Um, Gold bond. I use this stuff. It's non-greasy. It actually, my scalp actually absorbs it. And it's like night and day. It's a game changer. Unbelievable. Now, if that's not enough, she also sent me a couple tubes of gray feather uh, lip balm. This happens to be the fresh mint lip balm. Again, you want to go to the grocery store and get that other stuff. You know what I'm talking about? And when you put it on, it feels like you're putting a melted candle on your lip. And you can feel like the waxy buildup on your face. And you actually have to like rub your lips to get all the excess garbage off there. And there's the ingredients in that stuff is insane. This is all natural. I put it on once a day. I get up in the morning. I have my cup of coffee, I make my scrambled eggs, and then I put on my lip balm, and I haven't had to replace it since I put it on this morning at about 9 o'clock this morning. I'm not kidding you. It is awesome. And here in Arizona, it's not just during the winter. It's dry here all the time, and there's two things that you need. You need a bottle of water, and you need lip balm. I can't recommend this enough. And then finally, one more product I want to talk about. Is the Emily's, and this is an anti inflammatory cream. I started using this the other day on my shoulders. Jen told me, she said, Use it on just one shoulder and see how it feels compared to the other shoulder. Well, I have, I'm one of those types. I'm almost 50 years old. I can blow my shoulder out turning the shower on. Well, I decided to try this, and I decided to to stop. I'm not going to take Advil. That's what I told myself. I'm, I'm not taking Advil today. I'm going to try the gray feather email Unbelievable. No smell. Doesn't stink. That's another thing about these products. If you're a guy, you don't want to walk around smelling like a, a bed of flowers or perfume. This has no odor and it works so good. I can't, it's a game changer. Like I said, I put it on once a day, too, right after the shower. So Gray Feather Farm, check them out on their Etsy page. I have that right here. Etsy.com slash shop slash Gray Feather Farm. You can get all their products there. Check it out. Uh, Jen will drop it in the mail the same day. I got mine in two days. It came from Pennsylvania to Phoenix in two days. No kidding. So go to Gray Feather Farm, check out those products, and give them a try. You will not be disappointed. I promise you, I don't know what else to say. All right, we're back with the John Smith Show. I hope you're enjoying the show today. We've got a special guest in the chat room, Jennifer Myers, owner of Greyfeather Farm. If you feel like calling in, the number is 602-475-2000. we got all crazy uh, kinds of crazy stuff going on in the news today. This happens to be uh, one of my favorite quotes this year.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the silent majority is ready to make some noise. If you thought that was a beating, wait till November 3rd when Donald Trump gets his hands on Sleepy Joe. That's going to be a landslide. Hey, and I want it. I want it done. I want to dedicate this fight to all the first responders, all the military out there. You know, this world would not be safe without you guys. You know, you keep us safe, and. Uh, you know, and not these woke athletes, man. I'm sick of these woke athletes and these spineless cowards like LeBron James.
3: Just like LeBron James, got to love it. All right, Jennifer said thanks, John. We just want to help others with natural products. You got it, Jen. I th- thank you for coming in uh, to the show and and uh, participating. I really appreciate it. It Means the world to me. So uh, today or this week, sometime uh, there was a massive F. Cuomo and de Blasio mural painted on Brooklyn streets. I don't know if you had heard about that again. They don't report this news on CNN, but it happens. So it should be reported because it is news. Uh, The New York Post reported uh, the shout-out to New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and New York City Bill de Blasio was created around 1 a.m. Saturday during an annual block party that also served as a small business owner protest. A few partygoers got the idea to paint the huge letters using yellow paint and rollers on North 5th, F, and you fill in the blank, Cuomo and de Blasio, An unidentified attendee said Sunday, the party continued, everyone took photos, it was a big hit, the crowds cheered, even the cops chuckled. (laughs) The Department of Transportation covered the street art in black around 10 p.m. Saturday. Isn't that a shame? Boy, it only took less than 12 hours to cover up the conservative artwork. Wow, interesting. Now, if you're, you know, a left-wing fascist or Marxist, you know, choose your totalitarian uh, uh, business or uh, country or governing system, whatever you want to call it. Choose the one of your liking. You're either a Marxist, a fascist, whatever, or, or communist, whatever, whatever you prefer to call yourself. But if you paint your type of artwork, well, oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, it's just, oh, it's heartwarming to see. Oh, such beautiful artwork, but yeah, if it's conservative and it goes against, you know, the left wing machine, they'll have that covered up in no time. Isn't that amazing how that happens? All right. So we got the 10 most extreme examples of anti-American sediment at U S colleges and how Trump's 1776 commission could reverse it. So let's go through the top 10. Number one, college professors mark 4th of July by bashing America. Isn't that the truth, right? Supposed to be Independence Day. We all celebrated it, you know, when we were kids. But now the woke, you know, woke Americans and the woke professors over at the woke colleges. Yeah, well, it's now become a a time to bash America. A A litany of professors used America's birthday celebration as a time to bash her. Harvard College's Eric Hartman argued that America is, quote, never working to right wrongs. Villanova University's Elizabeth Kolsky said that the revolution, quote, contributed to the worldwide spread of white supremacy. Hmm. Yeah, it's so bad that all these white liberal women now are, you know, they're pretending to be black. Because it's so bad. Now, if, if it was so bad, if, if the worldwide spread of white supremacy was so rampant in America, then why would all these white women want to be black? Hmm. Begs the question. Americans do not even seem to believe black people even deserve the right to pursue happiness. That's what Nikki Taylor said. She's the head of Howard University's history department. Hmm. Interesting. Americans do not even seem to believe black people have even deserve the right to pursue happiness. So Americans are, are black people, not Americans. Do they not fit into that box Are they not allowed to consider themselves or be known as Americans when she says Americans do not even seem to believe that black people deserve the right to pursue happiness? What Americans is she talking about? Asian Americans, Mexican Americans. I don't know. Irish Americans, Polish Americans, Native Americans. I'm just curious why black people aren't Americans. That's odd to me. And she is the head of Howard University's history department. Interesting. Why do we pay these people and where do they come from? Remember, when you send little Johnny and little Sally to college, these idiots are going to be teaching them. Just a reminder, at, you know, seven, $800 a credit, plus room and board, and all the fees and the books and you name it. Shocking number, this is number two, shocking number of young Americans say other countries are better. Hey, then go. Almost half of young Democrats, hmm, imagine that, would argue that other countries are better than the United States. Barely 20% of Republicans in the same age range agreed. Then go. What's stopping you? It's indoctrination. Absolutely, Jen. It's not education. We know that. I've talked about this, man, numerous times on this show. If kids were actually educated and given both sides of an argument and let them decide, then they would, might realize how actually amazing the United States of America is and what a blessing it is to be a citizen here. We don't have millions of people trying to get into Cuba You know, Florida, they're not standing on the coast of Florida building rafts, you know, out of pallets and cardboard and trying to make their way to Cuba. They're certainly not trying to do that to China. Mexico is not building a wall to stop us from going in there. We don't see caravans of Americans trying to make their way down to Colombia. When's the last time you woke up and said, man, I got to do whatever I can to get the hell out of here and get to North Korea right away so my life is better. These kids are stupid. They're fools. I would love to have, I would love to do a test. I would love to kidnap all these kids. Well, maybe kidnap's a strong word. I don't know if I would want to maybe they could sign up for a uh, voluntary trip and we could round them up and put them on a big helicopter. I don't know. And drop them off in Uganda. And you know, see how soon we'll give them a little beeper. All they got to do is hit the button to come home. That's it. And I would love to see how long it takes, what the average time it would be for these kids to, start crying and want mommy and daddy back in America. I don't think it would take too long. Number three, amid historic violence, colleges criticize America as white supremacist. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Again, we have all these left. That. Uh Jen says my daughter goes to a full-on Christian college and they recently just made the professors in the syllabus profess their gender identity. Yeah, let me tell you something. Christian schools are getting indoctrinated and inundated with progressivism. There are progressives who are sneaking into these college- Oh got it. I'm back. Okay all right anyway uh, I was talking about churches churches are uh, being inundated with uh this left-wing progressive um, theology it's outrageous so you got to be very careful you got to be very vigilant where you go to church and where you send your kids to church where you send your kids to school and all that type of stuff the left is inundating every aspect of our life so we have to be and all I can Okay, good. Um, All I can say is this. When it comes to your faith, study the Bible on your own. Get to know the word on your own. Don't go out and trust some preacher that you don't know. Don't trust that he's uh, preaching the truth because there's wolves in sheep's clothing all through the American church right now. Uh, Number four, UCSB prof uses religion class to teach about error of American exceptionalism. In a class intended to teach the major themes and issues in Asian American religious history, belief and practice, a UCSB professor spoke instead on the error of American exceptionalism. One student said the professor used his claim of this being important context as an excuse to bash America and push Marxist agenda happening. Number five, us students bash America while Hong Kong protesters fly its flag. We see that, you know, these kids that think America sucks and that all these other countries are better. I say we have a one for one trade. We'll trade all these little Marxists for all these kids over in Hong Kong. I do that in a heartbeat and you would see uh, a fundamental change in the United States university. This is number six university paper publishes nine 11 editorial claims. U S needs to get over terrorist attacks. In 2014, just 13 years after 9-11, a Wyoming student argued that, quote, we, the United States of America, need to get over it. He stated that contrary to popular belief, America is not the best country in the world. Therefore, public displays of patriotism are, quote, downright disgusting. Nice. Number seven, students say they're not proud to be American. Number eight, professor, quote, God bless America, is a warmongering song. A warmongering song. Ithaca College professor Stephen Mosher wrote an op-ed arguing against the use of God bless America at sporting events. The complaint primarily seems targeted at his belief that, quote, expressions of hyper patriotism took hold in the wake of nine 11 and that quote warmongering song, God bless America has become a sort of second unofficial anthem. Why do these people stay? I guess that's my question. America is the only country that's so terrible that everybody hates it. Stays. Why is that? If there are so many other wonderful countries to go to go to Belize, It's amazing, everybody says. Well, then go. Oh, it's not so amazing, is it? Yeah, once you get off the little resort that you stay on, yeah, the rest of the country's a shithole. Jennifer says maybe it should be a requirement for all U.S. students to take six months in an underprivileged country to receive education and live in their own, own culture. Absolutely. There's a book that I often mention on the show. It's called Our Ageless Constitution. This book was given to me many, many years ago by a a devout uh, constitutionalist. This man, he was a professor at the University of Pittsburgh, and he taught this book. He did his entire course on this book. Let me tell you something. This book, there is so much information in this book. It's not cheap. It's about 65-70 bucks for a uh, you know, a soft copy of this book, but I recommend it. And I think every kid in America starting in 7th grade should be required to learn and study this book until they graduate. So I'm talking 6 years of public education, they should teach this book. That would change society. Jen says she's going to order it, do so and share it with your kids. I mean, this is what I recommend. If I, if I had it to do over again, if I was raising young kids right now, I would sit down for an hour every night. I would first read uh, 30 minutes of the Bible and then I would get 30 minutes of our ageless constitution. And I would read those to our, to the kids. Now, fortunately, um, you know, we did raise our kids to love our country. And thank God they're both in their early 20s and they do. And they defend their country and they love their country. And uh, I was blessed in that regard. Number nine, Syracuse U. Uh, U.S. Constitution is exclusionary to some students. A conservative group at Syracuse University was denied in 2019 after the school claimed that the U S constitution, which the group asks members to sign a statement in support of is exclusionary requiring students to agree in the superiority of the U S constitution is exclusionary to international students and other individuals. This school said in an email again, Hey, if you're from China and you're here, or you're from India and you're here to go to college, you came to the United States to get a great education. Listen, I don't care if you're offended by the U S constitution, you're on U S soil, taking up space in, in a college from another U S kid who might deserve to be there more than you do. Maybe you should just shut your mouth and learn about the U S constitution. And if you don't like it, go home. I don't remember inviting you to come over here. Number 10, Harvard students claim America is a bigger threat than ISIS. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Harvard costs per credit. I know it's more than university of Arizona bear down, go cats, but there is no way on this planet. I would send either one of my kids I don't care if I had all the money in the world, they wouldn't go to Harvard because they're all stooges. They're little leftist Marxist uh, stooges over there. And I don't want my kid walking out of there. A mind numbed Marxist robot. Not going to happen. Jen says, I'm blessed uh, knowing my son just committed to the Navy. He understands what he needs to fight for. Jennifer, if you can uh, please from, from the Smith family, Uh, give him a shout out and let him know that we all thank him for his service. That's awesome. 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 Awesome news. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's about 10 after, Uh, let me see if there's anything that I just have to cover. Uh, Yeah, we do know that uh, Joe Rogan, he took his $100 million payment to go over to Spotify. Uh, What I don't think what he was ready for though, is there's a, a Marxist army that works in Spotify. They want to go through his shows and edit everything. And then even maybe take a show down if they disagree with it. I don't think Joe Rogan saw that coming. He thought he had the freedom of speech like he did before when he ran his own show. But now that, you know, he's making a hundred million via Spotify. Yeah. Well now they've become the editors and they're threatening his shows. They've already deleted a bunch of them. Thanks, Jen. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I don't think he knew that was going to happen. So it is what it is. Uh, we know that Trump met with potential, uh, Supreme court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett sources told Fox news. So that's good news. We've got a conservative woman that's being nominated by Trump or at least in the running. So that's very good news. I can't wait to watch the Democrats destroy you know, a woman for the Supreme court. They just celebrated a woman on the Supreme court. Now they're going to try to destroy one. Hmm. That should be interesting. Stock up on your popcorn. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi, she said, uh, they can impeach Trump every day of the week if they want to for anything he does. And if you don't believe me,
0: What is your power to do this? I get the election, but you have, you can get up more, you can speak out more, you can do more impeachments, things like that. Do you have enough power? Well, we can impeach him every day of the week for anything he does.
3: Oh, interesting. So there's another story that I'm going to get into, but not tonight, because it's a very long, in-depth story. But basically, uh, there's an FBI agent. He uncovered uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop. He was the guy that worked for the FBI. He was investigating child pornography with Anthony Weiner. When he found the laptop, he also found a bunch of Hillary's emails. And then when he took that, all those, what he found about Hillary's emails that nobody knew about because she had a secret server and a bathroom somewhere in Colorado that nobody knew about, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even protected. So this FBI agent, he uncovered, uh, the, uh, the child pornographer, Anthony Weiner. He found his laptop, found Hillary's emails. He took it to the FBI and the leadership over at the FBI told him to erase everything that he found. I want to get into this story, but I want to get into it in details. Uh, let's see yet. They haven't been successful yet. Shocking. Not sure what you're referring to Jennifer, but, um, I'm sure it's has something to do with the left. So anyway, that's a big story. Uh, it, I want to get into the details. I want to go through the whole thing. I don't have the time to do it tonight. Uh, but I want to thank Jen, Jen, uh, for coming into, the uh, show today into the chat room and participating uh, means a lot to me. Your products are awesome. And uh, I, my wife and I will be placing an order soon. Of course uh, we hope that anyone listening, Oh, impeachment. Yeah, I know. Right. They haven't been successful. Well, they did impeach, you know, in the house under the whole Russian Scandal, right? But uh, the uh, Senate said, yeah, there's nothing here. So um, anyway, so Nancy's crazy. They're going to spend the next 45 days trying to impeach Trump again while he gets the Supreme Court vacancy filled. He's going to win the fight. So glad to see, you. so glad to be here. Thanks, Jen. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, um, our thanks again goes out to Jen and Grayfeather Farm, our friends over at Ranger Rob Poopy Bags, Fast Concepts. That's Pete. Look him up on Facebook uh, if you want to get your CCW. Hardyware, wear. If you need some shirts or you need something printed uh, or even a new logo, David Hardy's the best in the business. Check him out. And of course, our good friends at Good Talk Radio. And don't forget, if you do need music, if you do run a podcast and you need some original music or if you're an up and coming hip hop artist and you need some beats uh, to uh, to do your rap to and all that type of stuff. Check out Wiley Coyote Beats on YouTube. Get some samples there. And then reach out to Wiley Coyote Beats. He'll create you one that's going to meet your needs. It's going to be specifically created for what you want and the sound that you want to have. So thanks for listening. God bless. Until tomorrow night, we'll catch you later.